Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also find them at HeidiHarris.com, and I post them at social media, Heidi Harris Show, and that kind of thing. You can also catch me live in St. Louis Sunday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. on 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. This Sunday night, I had a special guest on the show. I really wanted to talk to him after what happened in Michigan this last week with crazy Ethan Crumley because he lost his daughter Meadow at the hands of Nicholas Cruz, the insane kid who conducted the Parkland Massacre in Florida. He wrote a book called Why Meadow Died, all about what happened and what was the missteps that led to this crazy tragedy. And it was nice of him to take the time to join me again and this uh, terrible situation in Michigan. Andrew, thanks for being here. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. It was a rough week. You know, a lot of media and stuff uh, surrounding that shooting and the similarities uh, of that shooter and what happened in Michigan uh, to the same failures that happened in Broward where my daughter was murdered. Yeah, it's so awful because I, I'm not a lawyer, but it seems to me when a child is drawing very evil pictures and uh, making comments as if they want to end their life. It, it, why doesn't the school have the probable cause to search the kid's backpack? I mean, the parents were called, they come in, they don't search his backpack. A couple hours later, he shoots up the school. I mean, this is insane to me. Yeah. Did they not have probable cause? What do you know about that? Well, I would say that I guarantee you that's not the first time this kid ever did anything uh, with that, you know, drawing pictures like that. I'm sure in his past, there's been more mental health issues with this child doing something. I don't even want to call him a child. Someone that would do something so evil like that. I'm sure it didn't just happen that day. It's been, it's been a buildup from when he was younger. And the school doesn't report it. They should have had law enforcement in that meeting uh, at the school. Uh, you know, as soon as they saw pictures like that or anything... They, they have the uh, authority to bring law enforcement. They have a, a, a school resource officer. They should have involved law enforcement. But a lot of these school districts, they don't do that, the public school system. That's why I wrote the book. You know, every parent in the country, if you want, read the book. This is what's going on in the public school systems with uh, not the underreporting crimes. Uh, they don't tell the parents what's going on. And they don't involve law enforcement where they should involve law enforcement. No, that's a great point. We're speaking with Andrew Pollock, whose book, Why Meadow Died, is a must-read for all parents because his daughter was killed in Parkland, Florida. We're not going to mention the shooter's name. We all know it. And he looked into it. He was willing to say, look, if it's the guns, I'll blame the guns. But he looked into it and realized there were multiple failures of the school officials. Right. Many, many times. And and that's why, you know, I was, you know, this Michigan thing, you know, and I know. And then there was a video the night before. Some kids had seen it. We don't know how many other officials have seen it. But then you've got crazy parents who buy this kid a gun. They must have known he had issues. And yet they buy him a gun, which they shouldn't legally have done for him. And, and then he brings it to school. The same thing in Parkland. She drove him to the gun store for his 18th birthday and bought him that rifle. When the kid, he should have been arrested numerous times. She brings him to the store to buy the rifle, uh, drove him there. Then wh when he's waiting his background check, which uh, was taken a day or two, she called the store and begged him not to uh, sell him the gun, which he then went, but the store couldn't, he was over 18. The store uh, couldn't, didn't have to listen to the mother and, and sold him the weapon and the rest is history. But with my daughter's case too, he trespassed at the school prior to the shooting 
and they, his name was Crazy Boy at the school, and they never arrested him. Now, this is what these school districts do. And anyone who's listening, there's a crazy kid in your child's public school also that's evil. They're all over. There's thousands of them that they mainstream them into the public schools. And this is what they do with, with, with the government. You know, they're going to mainstream these kids. They have to do it. And this is why, you know, I tell people that write me all the time, well, sell a kidney and, and put your child in private school or homeschool because you rarely read about a school shooting in a private school because they don't have to accept. They don't accept these kids uh, that are just troubled and mentally ill and evil. They don't accept them. And, and that's why it's pretty cut and dry why, you know, you don't see kids shooting up a, a yeshiva Jewish school or a Christian school or, uh, you know, an affluent private school or any private school, because they don't, they're not forced to take these type of children. Yeah, that's a good point. We're speaking with Andrew Pollock, whose book, Why Meadow Died, chronicles exactly what happened with his daughter who was murdered in Parkland, Florida, and all of the research he did as to why this event occurred. You know, they apparently, from what we're hearing in Michigan, when the resource, or not the resource officers, when the school officials called the parents in because he was depicting these violent scenes, and then they said, well, you need to get your kid into a mental health situation within 48 hours. Well, the kid should have been walked off property right then and there. He should never have been returned yeah. to class. Yep, they want to charge the parents with involuntary manslaughter. They should charge those administrators that let him back without checking his backpack, that let him back into the classroom that same day. They should be charged with involuntary manslaughter also. You know, if, if the parents are guilty of it, those administrators that let that happen, they're just as guilty. I agree. And, and for you, not you telling may- the parents, but they don't, you know, that's the problem with these school districts. They give these kids more rights, these mentally ill kids kids. They give them more rights than the kids that are at the school, those beautiful children that got murdered that day, where the families, no one will ever be the same in the community and and that family. They they had no rights, those kids. They didn't look at the safety of those children. All they did was care about that nut kid with a a pistol on his backpack. And we're fortunate that only, it sounds terrible, but there could have been a lot more casualties with that pistol. Yeah, and there was a, a scene I'm sure you saw on a video, TikTok, where this kid was knocking on the door of one of the classrooms, and he said, you know, Sheriff's Department, open up. And then when the one kid stood up, thank God this kid was brave, and he stood up and said, we're not ready yet. And he goes, oh, come out and open the door, dude, or, or bro. And that immediately indicated yeah, all yeah, the kids it was that. a teenager. I saw that. <sighs> yep, and he realized that what sheriff's going to call him a bro through the door after shots rang out. So hats off that, that kid for being uh, – heads up and, and figuring it out not to open that door, you know, and yeah. also that courageous uh, high school player that tried to stop the shooter who got murdered. I think his name was Tate or something. Yeah. Tate Meyer. Uh, yeah. God bless everyone. him. Tate Meyer. God bless him for who knows how many kids lives he saved by trying to take out that shooter, but shame on that school and for not taking the precautions uh, that they should have read my book. Uh, they were, everyone in that school would have known this kid was a screaming red flag. But like I say, they underreport these schools. And and this is what happens. You know, everyone thinks it can't happen to them. But I mark my words. There's a, another kid out there just like this evil kid. 
in, in other public schools throughout the whole country. Absolutely. We're speaking with Andrew Pollock, whose book, Why Meadow Diet is a Must Read for Parents. His daughter was killed in the Parkland, Florida mass shooting. Uh, so w- what what's the lesson for parents if they can't afford to take their child and, and put them in private school? Because, I mean, we pay money for public school for those who want to put yeah. their kid in public school. And the school's supposed to be the last line of defense. I mean, what's the lesson? You got to watch all the social media. You have to have your kids communicate with you because apparently you some kids have seen things. It's too much to monitor. You can't do it. You have to. I, I don't even know the answer. You know what I mean? All I know right. is that my grand, if I ever have grandkids, because my sons are out there, uh, you know, learn, you know, they're, they're young. But when I do have grandkids, there's no shot in hell that my grandkids are going to go to a public school. I'll tell you that much. I, I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure they're in a, in, in a private school. Uh, I don't know what parents could do. You know, you could homeschool. You could look into if they have these type of programs in these schools where they're, uh, you could go talk to the administrators. I doubt because of the privacy, they're going to tell you, but a lot, you could talk to the SRO at the school, ask them, do they have, you know, are there kids like this that are making threats? Uh, Do they have these uh, kids that are mentally ill going to the schools? And in most districts, they do. But, you know, they could look into it. You could move to a district that, that takes the security uh, to another level in a public school. There's there's definitely choices for parents. There's charter schools that don't maybe accept some of these kids. But if you think they're not in your children's school, you're very mistaken. They're there. But you got to do your research if you can't afford the private school. That's true. We're speaking with Andrew Pollock, and his book is Why Meadow Died. His daughter was killed in the Parkland shooting. We're talking about the Michigan shooting. Yeah, it, it's just it, it's just amazing because when I went to high school and you went to high school, you, you know, there were kids who drove to school with shotguns in their pickup trucks. They were going to go hunting after school or something. Nobody did this kind of thing. Well, what do you think has changed that has made kids so quick to act out in this way? Is it is it the antidepressants? Is it the pressure on kids? What do you think it is? Uh, I think it's a, it's a new... It's numerous factors with these kids. You know, they're, you take the mentally ill, maybe back then they had special programs. They didn't mainstream them. You know, Mm -hmm. it's something to look into. Maybe when we were growing up and we went to school, you know, they didn't mainstream these type of kids. They they were in different programs. Now everybody's mainstreaming. They got to mainstream them. We didn't, you know, when I, I grew up in the 80s, thank God I had the greatest high school ever. Oceanside High School, Long Island. I loved growing up there. I have very fond memories of it. These kids now, uh, you know, with the pow- with the internet, you know, they're on the internet all the time. You know, they got these violent, who knows if, you know, how many kids play violent middle uh, games and nothing ever happened. So you to just say it's the games, it's the internet. It's just these kids, you know, maybe, who knows what it is. I, you know, I wish I, I had the answer, but these Sick, evil kids shouldn't be mainstream with all beautiful kids that just want to go to school and get an education and hang out with their friends. Put them in another program. The parents know they're mentally ill, these kids. Why mainstream them? And then to go buy a gun and, and leave it out, you know, they're just, they're just as demented as this kid, knowing that how sick he was. Right. That's the whole point. And in the Parkland situation, we know that kid was mentally ill from the time he was a toddler. There were reports of him doing yep, crazy And things. arrest these kids. You know, last week there was a threat on social media in Parkland at the same school where my daughter was murdered. There was a threat on social media. It was reported and they arrested. They, they made an arrest. Threats have to be taken seriously. You threaten any mass gathering with a, with a shooting. 
arrest them. There's no reason not to put this on their background to avoid them from getting a, a firearm. That's why right. that's why there's gun laws in place, you know, and background checks. If we don't arrest the criminals and these kids that are making threats, it's not on their background, and then they could legally go buy a firearm. So I'm for when there's arrests, you got to come down. When there's threats, you got to come down hard on these people and, and teach them a lesson. You know, make it a consequence. Don't just brush it under the rug. Get, go back to class if there's a threat. Make arrests. Put felony, uh, put felony charges on these kids for uh, threatening, you know, a mass gathering and then prevent them from buying firearms in the future also. Yeah, that's a really important. There's a story out of uh, St. Louis, Missouri, where there was a kid named Blake Lammers. You may or may not know that name, but he was crazy and he was thrown out of Walmart for planning to kill somebody at Walmart. And then he goes back to that same Walmart months later, buys a gun, ammunition. His mother found it and stopped it, called the police, and they put him in prison for 15 years. Very short story there. But this kid had been in mental institutions. The parents did everything they could. They put him in seven times. But because he was never sent in by a court, the, the problem was it didn't yeah. show up on his record. So he was able to go legally buy a gun. So that's something else people need to address. Maybe right. they need to tell the court to send their kid to jail so their kid can't get a gun. They, that wouldn't prevent them completely, but it would certainly prevent them from getting it legally. Yeah, it's a big problem. Uh, in Florida, they call it the Baker Act. If they don't go to the full extent with the Baker Act when someone's mentally ill mm -hmm. and they get hospitalized and then they go for the treatment, if they don't go to the end where they get in front of a judge and a psychiatrist where it gets put on their background, it, they're able to go purchase a, a rifle. He's mentally ill. So that, that's a problem with the system, too. Ninety nine percent of the time, it never gets put on the background of these mentally ill, evil people that are, are uh, making these threats and stuff. So it's a problem. Yeah, it is a problem. That's why I conceal, that's why I conceal carry everywhere I go. I don't want to be a victim and I'm not going to let some nut start shooting people when i'm around you know i don't I'm i don't blame you now. back whether i get killed or not i'm not going to be a victim or let any of my family that's with me or friends be a victim so i suggest everybody you can't fix the world but you could go out and get your concealed carry permit do your training go to the range and, and familiarize yourself with the weapon and, and be there because it's just a sick world we live in there's also there's also, uh, if people are worried about the firearms, there's non-lethal firearms that you could obtain. Uh, it's a Burna is a company that I've looked up. They carry uh, tear gas pellets with uh, it's fired on CO2 cartridges up to 65 feet. It's accurate, and it could take out or you know anybody within 65 feet. You don't have to worry about missing, or you could definitely. Uh, Make him make it so he's going to stop whatever he's doing right away. Well, that's helpful. We're speaking with Andrew Pollock. His daughter Meadow was killed in Florida in the Parkland massacre. By the way, I see that there the government's going to pay millions of dollars to the families that never brings your kids back. No, they've got uh, well, the FBI accepted responsibility, which was a big plus. They made changes, you know, in, in their program because they failed so much. They and they admitted to failing, not like any other entity out there that we've been, you know, we had to put a grand jury investigation into the school district, uh, uh, to the mental health facility that dropped the ball. So the FBI is, it's never going to bring our kids back. It's not like I could enjoy the money. Uh, so I don't know. It's yet to be uh, finalized, 
But some of the families, it'll help them uh, be able to not work and concentrate on getting better and, uh, you know, taking care of their families. So in a way, it'll help a lot of the families uh, move on with their lives without, you know, with a little bit of peace. Yeah, we're speaking with Andrew Pollock, whose daughter Meadow was killed in Parkland, Florida, in the mass shooting there. We're talking about the Michigan shooting. You know, one of the things that, that you mentioned earlier is that they should have had a police officer when they called the parents in, and they failed to do that. And even yeah. if these administrators, and they should be charged with involuntarily manslaughter or something, even if they were, you know, they're, they're just it's going to be a civil suit, and who's going to pay it? The school district, the teachers never suffer. That's the problem. There's no responsibility, no accountability. Well, a lot of, you know, a lot of these liberal school districts think the police are the enemy you know the i don't believe mm. I, most most police officers uh want to help you know what i mean and and i and i support law enforcement and they want to be involved there's programs to help these kids and sometimes kids need to be mentored by police officers or, or or they need to be arrested or they need to be put in a program for juvenile delinquency to set them up for success in the future Law enforcement is our friend. You know, a lot of these liberal left school districts, they, they believe it's the enemy. It's racist to have police around. You know, I don't believe in that. I believe in that they're good people and they want to help these kids succeed. So it was a big mistake not having a law enforcement agent in that meeting. He would have probably searched the backpack. He, the kid would have taken it a little seriously, more serious with a law enforcement agent right there. So they dropped the ball big time. Law enforcement needs to be involved with these type of kids in, in these schools. Yeah, that's a great point that you made. I hadn't even thought about that, Andy, the idea that a lot of these schools view police as the enemy, but sometimes they're the last line of defense. If the school's not going to have the moral courage to do anything, then at least bring the cops in there, and then it'll get real for these kids really quickly. You might not solve their mental health problems, but at least a cop no. would have said, no, we're searching your backpack, pal, because you're acting weird. Yeah, or maybe he takes them to the hospital and Baker acts them. Right. Maybe it's just responsible to take them to the hospital for an evaluation. Yeah. You know, there's school districts now, if you're a parent, they're taking the police out of the schools. So if you're a parent, even if you're a Democrat, you got to think that's a bad idea. You know, removing school resource officers from these city schools and different schools throughout the country. You know, even if you think, you know, even if you did vote for Joe Biden, you can't think that's a good idea taking the police out of the schools. Right. right. But that's a great point that you made. If you're a parent and you can't necessarily afford a private school or a charter school, which would be ideal, then at least ask some very serious questions about how the school handles those kinds of things. That's really important. Andy, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, I'm still so sad about your daughter. I know nothing will ever bring her back, no settlement, no anything. And I know this, this story just brought it all back for you. And I want everybody to read your book, Why Meadow Died, Why Meadow Died, an excellent book. And you really delve into exactly what happened, everything that led up to it. The, the subtitle is The People in policies that created the Parkland shooter and endanger America's students. I don't care where you live. You need to read this if you're a parent. Thank you, Andy, for what you're continuing to do to try to help parents around the country. Okay, Heidi. Thank you. Yeah, it was great to have him. God bless him. I can't imagine what it was like to go through that. And now we're seeing it again in Michigan. We need some moral courage in this country. That's what we need. Don't forget, you can join me every weekday. I do a fun thing on YouTube. It's called Headlines with Heidi. I post it on YouTube or I put it on HeidiHarris.com or you can see me do it live on my Heidi Harris Show Facebook page. If you forget all that, just go to HeidiHarris.com. And don't forget to catch me every Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m. on 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis for the live Heidi Harris show. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Well.